Good morning, SBC. I want to talk to you this morning about Balaam. Balaam in the Old Testament, Numbers 22. Uh, you may remember he was uh, riding on a donkey and the donkey stopped uh, because it saw the angel of the Lord in front of it. And three times Balaam tried to get the donkey to move because he couldn't see the angel of the Lord. But it was only when the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and the donkey began to speak to him that uh, Balaam himself was able then to see the angel of the Lord. And uh, he got off his donkey, got down on his face and uh, confessed his sins before the Lord. And at that point, the Lord had his attention. See, Balaam's a bit of a dodgy character in the Old Testament. He uh, is basically a prophet for hire. And uh, he will say whatever you want him to say if you pay him uh, the right price. And uh, he is, has, been pay, has been called by Balak, king of Moab. And Balak wants Balaam to curse the people of Israel who are traveling from the wilderness through his, his country of Moab to get to Canaan, the promised land. And it's only after this point that uh, Balaam is constrained to speak the truth and to speak God's word into the situation. And so you find in Numbers 23 and 24, uh, Balaam gives a number of oracles uh, contrary to what Balak says. And in the second oracle, uh, Balaam says this, God is not man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said... And will he not do it? Or has he spoken? And will he not fulfill it? And that's a great verse for us to know because uh, it tells us a great deal about God and his promises. So three things to say about this. Firstly, it tells you something about God's nature. Uh, God is not a man. He's not, he's not the son of a man. He doesn't have our nature in that way. He is not like a creature. Uh, not even the best of or the pinnacle of all creatures, man. Man bears his image, but uh, doesn't mean that God is a man. Uh, God is, a, is the creator God, and his being is at a level completely other than, than our being, uh, far above us. Secondly, it speaks of his character, God's character. Um, he doesn't lie, uh, nor does he change his mind. So once he's decided something, once he's decreed something, uh, he doesn't deviate from it. That's his plan. And so he's incorruptible in that sense. He, he cannot be changed and he doesn't, he always speaks the truth. And then the third thing is, well, he always keeps his promises. This really just follows on from who he is and what he's like. Uh, he always keeps his promises. So all the way through scripture, you get God promising people. So he promises, makes promises to Abraham from Genesis 12 onwards, uh, which are repeated and expanded through the book of Genesis. Uh, he promises to Moses, building again on the promises made to Abraham. And, uh, and so Abraham, uh, sorry, Moses leads uh, the people of Israel out of bondage, out of slavery, to, to freedom, true freedom. There's a, there's a redemption going on uh, in the story of Exodus. Uh, and which feeds through into numbers of the people coming to the promised land. Now, those pr that's not the end of the story because the promises continue and are ultimately fulfilled in Jesus Christ, who leads the greater redemption, the greater 
exodus, if you like. And it's Jesus who uh, brings about that genuine uh, redemption. And all the promises uh, culminate in him. He's the fulfillment of all the promises. And that's so important for us because if we are Christians, if we are uh, put into him and we are united with him, then every promise that God has made is yes and amen in Jesus Christ. And so that means we can trust him because he is utterly faithful. And he is continuing to fulfill all his promises, as he said he would. So if we're tempted to doubt, and we doubt God's goodness, or we doubt God's love, or doubt anything about God, then can I encourage you to, to remember the promises that he's made, but more importantly, to see them fulfilled in Jesus Christ. So look at Jesus. Look at Jesus on the cross. Look and see how much he loved us how much he cares for us by looking at the cross and ask God to dispel those doubts so to that end let's let's pray and ask God to help us Heavenly Father we thank you that you are a God who has made promises and you don't change your mind you don't speak untruths but you're utterly trustworthy we thank you for Jesus Christ who came in the fulfillment as a fulfillment for all those promises and that he suffered for our sake and therein he demonstrated the great love of God for us. So help us, Father, when we doubt, to turn to Christ and to look upon him and look upon his suffering as we see it in the pages of Scripture and by your Holy Spirit to strengthen our faith and trust in you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.